Okay, Emmanuel, will you open us in prayer? Okay, let us bow down and pray. Father Almighty, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, Father. As you show us forgiveness, as you show us kindness, as you show us how much you love us, Father. May you make us change our ways. May you make, make us uh, change our acts, our deeds, and show that we glorify your name, that whatever we learn every day here in the chapel, it guides us, it leads us, Father. We pray for you for your strength, for your influence in everything that you do, Father, so that in the end we may be able to glorify you, we may be able to please you, Father. We cannot do anything on our own because we are wicked, we are deceitful, we think of only evil things and wicked things that we want to do in our lives because we are selfish, Father. May you show us your counsel, may you show us your guidance, may you lead us according to your will. Make us understand that you have given us an opportunity to listen to your word so that it may, it may grow on us, so that we may be cherished, and be counted righteous because of the work of your Son, Jesus Christ. I pray that all this may be enabled through your power and the work of your Son, Jesus Christ. I pray and believe. Amen. Okay, choir. Christ, the sure and steady anchor. Christ, the sure and steady I will hold fast to the 
job. That's becoming one of my favorites. <laughs> All right, I think today is Friday, is that correct? Yes. So that means if you can prove to your teacher you've memorized the five catechism answers, then I think we'll have to reward you with a sweet. So let's practice one last time. Question 135. What does the wine represent? Who should partake of the Lord's Supper? The Lord's Supper is for those only who repent of their sins, believe in Christ for salvation, receive baptism, and love their fellow men. Ninani wanaopaswa kushiriki mlo wajioni wabwana? Meza ya bwana ni ya wale tu wanaotubu dambi zao. Did Christ remain in the tomb after his crucifixion? No. He rose from the tomb on the third day after his death. Yes, Christ was buried after his crucifixion. Where is Christ now? Christ is in heaven, seated at the right hand of God the Father. Christo yuko wapi sasa? Christo yuko mbinguni, ameketi mbono wa kuhume wa mungu baba. 139, will Christ come again? Yes, at the last day he will come to judge the world. Je, Christo atakuja tena? Amen, amen. The Lord shall return. Jesus is alive. God is not dead. Christ rules and reigns from heaven. He says in Matthew 28 that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. And therefore believers have that blessed hope. That if we die, no matter how terrible a death, 
hata kama tukikufa kwa kifo ambacho kinahuzunisha sana to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord hata kama huu mwili utakufa lakini utakuwa na uzima wa milele kwa sababu nafsi yako itakuwa mahali pema peponi or if we happen to be alive on that last day when jesus returns na pigine kwa na bahati ya kuwa hai siku ya ile ambayo yesu kristo atarejea All is well. Kumbuka kwamba yote yatakuwa sawa. He has come to judge the world and we shall be found not guilty. Na atakuja kuhukumu ulimwengu lakini kwa sababu ulimwamini na kazi yake katendeka ndani yako utapatikana mwenye haki. Not because anything we have done. Hakuna chochote ambacho wewe umefanya. But because of what Christ has done for us. Yeye itawezekana kupitia ile kazi ya Yesu Kristo aliyokuja kufanya katika ulimwengu wetu huu. He has paid the penalty for our sins amelipia fidia ya dhambi zetu for all those who repent and believe the gospel wale wote ambao wanatubu na kuamini injili this is the wonderful news of the gospel hiyo ndio ujumbe mwema kutokana katika maandiko matakatifu but for the world that is those who are unbelievers lakini kwa ulimwengu ama wale ambao wanampinga Mwenyezi Mungu that will be a terrible day hiyo itakuwa siku ya kutisha sana katika maisha yao all hope will now be lost tumaini yao Their chance to come to the savior is now over. Nafasi yao yaweza kubadilika na kumgeukia mwekozi itakuwa imepita. For on that last day he comes to judge them. Kwa sababu siku hiyo itakuwa siku ya hukumu na vile Mungu amenena huabadilishi. He did not die for their sins, he only died for those who have faith in him. Alikufa kwa wale ambao wako na imani ndani yako, si kwa kila mtu. And so it is upon them to pay the just penalty for all of their sin. Na kwa sababu Mungu anatenda haki, anatenda mema, anataka mema kwa wale ambao ni wake, atahakikisha kwamba haki imetendeka. And as the Bible makes clear, to sin against an eternal God is to deserve eternal punishment. Na Biblia imeidhihirisha, imeweka wazi ya kwamba yeyote ambaye anaenda kinyume na neno la Mwenyezi Mungu anapinga amri za Mwenyezi Mungu ataangamia. And that is exactly what they get. Na hiyo ndio hukumu ambayo itatokana na kazi yao na na vile Mwenyezi Mungu anatazamia. God never does anyone wrong. Kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ni mwema ni mtakatifu, yeye huatendei yoyote mabaya. For the unbelievers he will justly punish them for eternity for their sins. Kwa sababu Mungu yuko sawa anatenda haki kulingana na matendo yako, atahakikisha kwamba kila mtu atahukumiwa na maneno yake yeye mwenyewe. And for the believer he graciously gives us eternal life. Na kwa wale ambao wanaamini sio kwa sababu hao wamekosa kutenda dhambi lakini kwa sababu ya neema yake atahakikisha kwamba watakaa mahali pema peponi. There's no one he does wrong. Kumbuka kwamba hakuna wakati wote yeye ana mpango mbaya juu ya viumbe vyake. For the sinner gets what they deserve and that is justice. Na kwa sababu wewe kama mtenda dhambi utapata hukumu yako kulingana na vile ambavyo umejielekeza mbele ya Mwenyezi Mungu. And the righteous get what they do not deserve and that is God's grace. Na wale ambao wanatenda haki wanapokea msamao um, wa Mwenyezi Mungu sio kwa kupitia matendo yao wenyewe lakini kupitia kazi ya mwanao pekee ambao ni Yesu Kristo. But no one is wronged. Lakini kumbuka kwamba hakuna ambaye anatenda mabaya kila mtu anatenda kulingana na uwezo wake mwenyewe. Now for our last few minutes I want to turn uh, again into the book of Proverbs. Na kwa dakika ambazo zimesalia tutageukea kitabu cha Methali. Today I want to focus on chapter 13 verse 7. Na leo tutaangazia sura ya 13 mstari wa 7. 
This is the word of the Lord. There is one who pretends to be rich but has nothing. Another pretends to be poor but has great wealth. Now this verse is pointing us to the uh, the difference between outward things and internal or spiritual things. Na tukiangalia mstari wa saba katika kitabu cha Methali inatuelekeza jinsi ama kuna tofauti mbili kuna vitu vile ambavyo ni tofauti moja kwanza ni ile kutuelekeza mambo ambayo macho yanaweza kuona na yale ya pili ni yale ya mambo ya kiroho mambo ya Mungu ya Mwenyezi Mungu. Here we read that there is one who pretends to be rich. Tunaambiwa katika sentence ya kwamba kuna yule anajitajirisha anajifanya yeye ni tajiri lakini hana lolote. Now this term rich is very uh, subjective. Hili neno tajiri lina maana tofauti kulingana na vile ambavyo wewe unalitegemea. Meaning depending on who you're talking to, they might have a very different idea of what it means to be rich. Hili neno kwa tajiri maana yake huwa inabadilika kulingana na yule ambaye unazungumza na yeye. Now when I uh, was in America growing up in America and even as an adult na wakati alikuwa anaishi katika nchi yao kule America alikuwa apokuwa na kuwa anazidi kukomaa katika miaka yake According to the way I grew up I would say I was not at all rich Kulingana na vile anajua vile alikuwa anaishi na maisha yake vile ilikuwa inaelekea hangejitaja kwamba yeye ni tajiri And in fact uh, according to the way most Americans think they would also agree I grew up uh, not rich Kumbuka kwamba wengi wangesema kule America kule nje ambaye anatoka ya kwamba sio kwamba wote walilelewa katika nafasi ya utajiri But compared to the way uh, for instance many of you live here in Kenya Na kwa mfano ukilinganisha jinsi alikuwa anaishi kule na vile sisi tunaishi hapa katika nchi ya Kenya You might uh, look at the things that I had a house and a car and those kind of things Na kwa mfano unaweza chukua vile kwa mfano ile mali ambayo alikuwa nayo kwa mfano gari anamiliki nyumba na mambo mengine And perhaps according to your perspective according to your understanding you would say that I was rich Na pengine kulingana na mtazamo wako mawazo yako dhana yako ungechukua kama kukuwa na gari kuwa na nyumba hiyo ni hali ya kuonesha kwamba wewe ni tajiri and so it is a matter of opinion. You take your life experience and you judge others whether or not they are rich. Na hii mambo mengi kulingana na ile neno utajiri na maanisha kwamba unaweza angalia utajiri kulingana na maoni yako na ile ushuhuda ambayo imepitia katika maisha yako. And I take my life experience and look at the others around me and I also compare whether or not I believe I was rich. Na pia wewe unaweza kuangalia kwa mfano mtiche imani unaweza naangalia unaweza angalia mwenzake akaona kwamba maisha yangu inaenda hivi au mwenzangu inaenda hivi kwa hivyo yule rafiki yangu ni tajiri kuliko mimi. And now what about you you all attend this school on this very beautiful campus? Na kwa mfano sisi wote unakuja katika shule hii katika mazingira maridadi and there are many in our community who don't have that chance na kuna wengi katika 
jamii yetu katika hii mtaa yetu hapa ya Kaya kwamba hawajapata nafasi kama hii. Now from your perspective you may say that you are not rich. Na kwa ukiangalia kutokana na ile mtazamo na ile hali ambayo unalelewa katika shule hii na mahali ambapo unatoka unaweza kugundua kwamba wewe si ambapo unatoka katika familia ambayo inajiweza. But now from the perspective of someone who does not Uh, have the chance to come to this school they may look at you and say that you are rich lakini kwa mfano yule mtu ambaye hajapata nafasi ya kuja kusoma katika shule hii ama kufanya kazi yote katika shule hii anaweza kuchukulia kwamba wewe uko tajiri ama wewe unatoka katika familia ambayo inajiweza and so that term rich uh, it's very subjective it can just be a matter of opinion na kwa upande mwingine ile neno utajiri imaanishi kwamba wewe ni tajiri inaweza kuwa inaweza kuwa tu kwa sababu kulingana na maoni And what uh, this proverb is pointing to is that there are those who pretend to be rich. Na hii methali inatuelekeza kwa wale kwa wengine pengine wanachukulia wanadhana kwamba hao ni matajiri. Outwardly they may wear very nice clothing. Kwa mfano ukimwangalia unaweza tamani vile ambavyo amevaa kwa sababu amevaa vizuri. They may adorn themselves with very nice jewelry. Wanaweza vaa mambo ya vitu vya adhabu kwa mfano mkufu. They may spend a lot of time making sure their hair is very nice. Na kwa mfano kama ni mwanamke anachukua nafasi yake na muda wake kuweza kutengenezea kupamba nywele yake. But they have nothing. Lakini kwa ukweli hiyo ni sura tu ya nje ndani yake hakuna lolote. So outwardly they appear rich. Na ukimwangalia kutoka nje pengine amevaa suti nzuri, imepigwa pasi, unadhania ni tajiri. But inwardly, spiritually, according to their heart, they really have nothing. Lakini ukiangalia ndani yao moyoni mwake kuna nafasi, kuna upweke wa hali ya juu kwa sababu neno la Mungu alikai ndani yake. But there's another who if we judge based on outward appearance only lakini kuna yule mwingine ambao ukimwangalia maoni yako ni kwamba yeye hajiwezi. It appears that they are very poor. Unaweza muangalia pengine amevaa mangua ambayo ni mararuraru ambayo yameraruka na mchukulia ni kwamba ni maskini. But they have great wealth. Lakini kwa sababu nje katika hali ya ulimwengu ambayo tunaishi unaona kwamba yeye ni maskini lakini ndani yake kumbele Mwenyezi Mungu ana utajiri mwingi meaning they have faith in Jesus Christ kwa sababu wana imani ndani ya Yesu Kristo meaning the scriptures are the rule and the guide for their life inamaanisha kwamba wanaelekezwa katika maisha yao na maandiko matakatifu meaning whatever god provides for them in this world they are content ya kwamba katika hali ambayo wanapitia yale ile kidogo ambayo wanapata kulingana uwezo wa vile Mwenyezi Mungu anawapatia wanashukuru na wanatosha Even though according to the opinions of others they may be poor according to their own opinion God has provided everything that they need. Kwa sababu yeye amemgeukia na amemtegemea Mwenyezi Mungu anatosheka katika hali yake hata kama wewe katika macho ya binadamu ya ulimwengu huu unaona kwamba yeye ni maskini. And therefore they are rich. Na kwa hivyo katika hiyo nafasi ya kuwa na amani moyoni mwao na wametosheka na ile hali ambayo wanapitia katika maisha yao hao ni matajiri. When we think of poverty and we think of rich na kwa mfano ukichukua ile hali ya kuwa na umaskini na kuwa na utajiri or problem most of the time mara nyingi katika mtazamo ama maoni ya binadamu is we think in terms of worldly things kwa sababu mara nyingi sisi wengi wetu hatuelewi neno la Mwenyezi Mungu huwa tunachukua hiyo hali kwa katika hali ya mali ya ulimwengu huu wetu ambao tunaishi but for the believer Jesus says that he calls us out of the world. Lakini kwa yule ambaye ameka tumaini yake ndani ya Mwenyezi Mungu, 
wanapokea wito wa Mwenyezi Mungu ama Yesu Kristo na anaitikia. We are in the world but we are not of the world. Unaweza kuwa katika ulimwengu lakini wewe si wa ulimwengu. We have riches as believers far beyond that which the world has to offer. Hazina yako iko kule mbinguni na hiyo hazina yako utajiri wake hawezi patikana katika ulimwengu wetu huu. Unapatikana kule mbinguni kwa Mwenyezi Mungu peke yake. That is why there are so many people in this world that according to most opinions they are very rich they have a great amount of money and property and very nice things ndio maana wengi wetu tukiona mtu ambaye ana magari ana rasilimali anavaa vizuri anaongea vizuri tunatamani hiyo hali kwa sababu ni mtazamo wa macho ya ulimwengu sio vile Mungu ametufunulia utajiri wake and yet they are unhappy lakini ukweli ni kwamba yule mtu ambaye ana rasilimali ni tajiri hana ile imani hana ile furaha they are often depressed mara nyingi wamehuzunika wanasononeka katika maisha yao a greater percentage of the rich take medication to deal with their depression kumbuka wale asilimia nyingi ya wale ambao ni matajiri huwa nategemea dawa za hospitali kwa sababu katika maisha yao hawana furaha hawana amani hawatosheki many of them are alcoholics or drug addicts wengi wao utapata kwamba wanategemea uh, dawa za kulevya ama pombe because they're trying to uh, to fill their need for god with the things of this world kwa sababu wanaona kwamba hao ndio wana uwezo ni ile nafasi ya Mwenyezi Mungu katika maisha yao hawataki kukiri na kwa hivyo katika hiyo hali wanatumia dawa za kulevya ama pombe and even many of what we would call the rich end up committing suicide na tunapata kwamba mara nyingi huwa wanachukua uhai wao uhai wao kwa sababu hawajatosheka hawajafurahia or destroy their lives with drugs na mara nyingi wanaharibu maisha yao kwa kutumia dawa za kulevya ama mambo mengine ambayo yanaleta madhara katika maisha yao because they are experiencing that which the bible teaches even though they don't fully understand it kwa sababu katika maisha yao katika nafsi yao kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu yuko kila mahali kwa hivyo ile hali ambayo wanakataa lakini wanajua iko katika maisha yao inawaguza moyoni mwao na hawezi kusimamia ama kuweza kukumbana na hiyo hali and that is they were created for god they were not created for this world Kumbuka kwamba sisi wote tuliumbwa na Mwenyezi Mungu na kwa kazi ya Mwenyezi Mungu hatukuumbwa kwa sababu ya ulimwengu. And so when they try to fill that need for God with the things of this world it will not satisfy them. Na, na kwa hivyo ukitumia nafasi hii kuweza kujaza ile nafasi ambayo ni ya Mwenyezi Mungu na yale mambo ya ulimwengu ambayo ni mapito haitawezekana na hiyo hali itafanya wewe kuangamia kwa sababu umekosa kukiri Mwenyezi Mungu kama mwokozi wako. And so according to the Bible the riches which we should seek after are the things of God. Naomba katika maandiko matakatifu ya kwamba tutafute ya Mungu peke yake, tumtafute Mwenyezi Mungu na mengine yeye anajua vile ambaye atatenda. And not what uh, the opinions of the world think of when they think of riches. Tusitegemee mawazo, maoni, hekima ya ulimwengu ambayo imetengenezwa na imeumbwa na binadamu, imebuniwa na akili ya binadamu kwa sababu sisi sote ni viumbe vya Mwenyezi Mungu. As Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. Yesu Kristo alituambia kwanza, tutafute ufalme wa Mwenyezi Mungu kwanza. What good is it to inherit the entire world? Kuna faida gani kuweza kuridhi ulimwengu wetu wote and yet lose your soul na je alafu upoteze na upoteze nafsi yako let us make sure when we speak of these terms of the rich 
and the poor, that we have a biblical understanding and not a worldly understanding. Lazima tuwe makini na uhakika wakati tunazungumzia utajiri na umaskini. Tuangalie na mtazamo wa maandiko matakatifu. Christ came into the world and lived the life that we could not live. Yesu Kristu alikuja katika ulimwengu wetu huu na akaishi maisha ambayo sisi hatuwezi ishi. Died on the cross as a sacrifice, a substitute for uh, ourselves and for the guilt of our sins. Akafa msalabani kwa kama fidia kwa kwa niaba ya dhambi zetu ili kwa sababu sisi wenyewe hatungekuwa na ile uwezo ama nafasi ya kutenda vile Mungu alitarajia. So that all those who repent and believe in his gospel have eternal life. Ili kwa wale ambao wanatubu na wanamwamini yeye wanaweza kuwa na uzima wa milele. We have the true riches of God. Na ile hazina ya ukweli kupitia kazi ya Yesu Kristu na Mwenyezi Mungu. We inherit the kingdom of God. Tunaweza kuridhi ufalme wa Mwenyezi Mungu. We are adopted sons and daughters of God. Tunahalalishwa tunapata kibali kama watoto wa Mwenyezi Mungu. There's nothing this world can offer us that even comes close in comparison. Hakuna kitu ambacho unaweza poa na ulimwengu huu ambao unaweza linganisha na utajiri ambao unatoka katika nafasi ya Mwenyezi Mungu. Repent and believe the gospel. Tunahimizwa kwamba tutubu na tuamini injili. Let's all stand. Our heavenly Father, we come before you humble knowing that we are but sinners in need of your grace. Lord, there's nothing we can bring you or offer you that would cause you to accept us and to allow us into your kingdom, Lord. But rather You have already done the work for us in the person and the work of Jesus Christ. And so Lord, we humbly uh, submit ourselves to this truth. Lord, we receive repenting and believing by faith, that faith which uh, is not even our own work but your gift to us. And so Lord, we are just here gathered this morning giving thanks that by your providence uh, you have brought us all together that we have prayed to you we have uh, sung your praises in song we have heard from you by the reading of your word and the preaching of your word and so lord we just give thanks in all things You are good, you are right, you are just, and we are not. We depend on you every minute of every day. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures Son and Holy Ghost. Amen. Have a wonderful day.